Hi everyone, uh, welcome, welcome, because this is the first episode. Uh, Culture and Carrots is back after one season where we put it on a pause. But we are here, we're back, we are kind of changed it a bit. Uh, this semester we're going to focus on all, all the issues, everything that is like uh, us, Sciences Po students or university students in general, have to face every day, like those things that are like, we don't really talk about too much. And we are going to use our marvelous campus uh, student body here to talk uh, with them about you. So today we have three guests. Uh, we have Brennan, it's, if you want to say hi. <laughs> hi, my name is Brennan. Uh, I'm coming from Singapore and I am currently a 2 the campus. Yes, uh, and I'm very sorry you cannot see it, but he's wearing a very, very nice sweater right now. Uh, next episodes will be actually recorded as well, and you will find them on YouTube. This one, no, because, uh, I mean, I didn't really organize everything in time. But yeah, and then we have Janvi, our second guest. Hello, my name is Janvi. I'm from India. Uh, I'm also a second year student at Sanspolulav. And finally, we have a special guest, which was not post not was not supposed to be on the show, but I mean, he was here on campus, you know, he was sad, not doing anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have Hugo with us as well. Yeah, hey guys, uh, I'm Hugo, I'm from Brussels, Belgium, and uh, I'm a two-way student, like uh, my fellow friends. <laughs> That's great. So today, the topic of our conversation is um, friendships. Uh, we, I mean, honestly, our campus is super small, uh, so we all have like kind of a lot of friendships here. It's very hard to understand if like you know someone or are we friends. But today we're talking about something different, actually. We're talking about friendship in our country of origin or in our city of origin in some cases. Uh, the idea is that we all moved to the university, right? We completely changed our environment. Um, everyone who has never been to the AF before. Uh, but how has, how has that affected our friendship? Did they change? Did they change the way our friends see us? And did, this, did they change the way we see our own friends? So that's, our, that's what we've been talking about today. And I think to, to, to better understand why changing uh, the, the city where we live uh, is such, like, has such, such a big impact, we should first understand a bit more uh, how has moving to Lerv impacted a bit your life? For example, uh, I, before I was talking to Brandon and we were talking about the fact that you studied for 12 years always in the same school. So that, And then coming here it was kind of a shock, right? Yeah, most definitely. So um, the school which I was in in Singapore, I stayed there for not necessarily 12 years, but it was really the same group of people for 12 years because we all went to the same school and we, went to, we transferred to the same school afterwards. And because of this, it was really the kind of same environment. It was the kind of environment where the people you grew up with in elementary school, it also becomes the people that you stick alongside all the way even in high school. And because of this, it was something that I believe, honestly, to put a bit of a negative connotation to it, it was a bit insular. And there were certain ways of thinking, like for example, what are some so-called approved career paths in life? For example, for people in my school, it was mostly an approved path of, oh, you have to take law, you have to take medicine, you have to take engineering. And as for location, you either stay in Singapore or you go to the UK or to the US. And for me, it was really quite different on these two respects because for one, I didn't take any of those disciplines. Instead, I came here to study the social sciences and also coming to France is something that was really, really rare. Only one person, which I know of in my school, also went to France. Mm. And because of this, it really was the kind of thing where it was the biggest instance in my life where I was put off my comfort zone. And coming to a whole new city where I knew no, I knew no one, I don't know the language, 
it was really, really quite a massive shock. But still, I think it was really, really positive in the end for me. Yeah, actually, about you said you're positive, and if I recall correctly, you said that this improved yourself actually quite a bit. And we will talk about this later. Also, see how studying. Uh, the subject we do here, I mean, especially for people coming from outside of France, I feel like what we study here, the approach we have, where we study a lot of very different subjects, it's very different from what we're used to. But like this idea of like a crazy uh, choice of going to France and uh, choosing a plant that is somehow deviant to what is used to, is something that Jamie was talking about before, right? Okay, so um, when I first uh, applied to a lot of colleges, Sciences Po was my uh, main choice. But it wasn't exactly the choice everybody else in my family or in my friend circle considered normal. Mm-hmm. It was something that was very unusual, and for most people, going to Europe is considered like this summer long holiday or like a getaway from reality. But for me, like coming to Sciences Po was my first choice, and also because I was dying to get away from this bubble that uh, I was in for so long, and I didn't want to just go to an English speaking country or just somewhere where all Indians are. so that i'm stuck in that bubble and i never really find myself outside or explore myself and so when i decided to come here a lot of people including one, like some of my parents friends in the lockdown were like are you sure like you know she's got an amazing universities in the uk and whatever she should go there why is she going to france and i didn't even speak the language so it, what should have been the biggest change and the most um, shocking cultural change for me somehow wasn't and what seemed deviant to other people seemed extremely normal to me and coming here i think it was one of the best choices i've ever made in my life i was mentioning it to ugo earlier is that i came here not only to find myself but also to really establish myself as a person and find what i want to be in life and how i want to live my life and i think that's something that a lot of people at home still can't relate to because they they just don't understand this european french way of life versus what happens in india or another anglophone country yeah i mean it's probably that uh you got the opportunity to rechallenge whatever you grew up with i yeah. think that's a one of the best uh, opportunities that here studying here offers but then and i think it's interesting because then uh ugo for you might be a bit different right you're a french belgian so I think science the image of Sciences Po is way stronger here like you were aware of how of the meaning of going to Sciences Po way better than anyone else here so was it more of like a was it for you more like a pre-established thing or was it as well considered a bit more revolutionary to go and study in Le Havre I mean I'm a bit you know the the anomaly because like the normally you know when you come living in France uh, you have you need to do this big concours with concours etc and so it's really something like people they 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 pay like for a prepa and uh, thousands of euros like during two years after school they do like sciences po written uh, uh, exam again 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 and me you know i i was in belgium in brussels in french high school and um i mean of course it's way easier like to be accepted because you have this kind of international uh thing when you only get the oral examination and just your motivation letter but i think the um, sciences po to today uh, they, they they accept a lot of lot, lot of people and it's not what it used to be but maybe in the good sense of way just but in in my school for example like you used to have 10 people each year being accepted in sciences po in le hab in every campus as they want because we we had this kind of little prepa sciences po club when we were discussing about like interesting subject and now uh, i mean i called my friend like two weeks uh, ago and she she told me yeah like this year there was only what, one uh, one two people accepted 
So uh-huh. yeah, it just changes like this, and it's kind of, kind of surprising. Yeah, and I think that's actually um, a nice way of even more creating this like multicultural environment. You were mentioning before a bubble, and I think actually it's interesting because we I feel we all moved from a bubble to another bubble here yeah. uh, in some way because. I mean, we are not really living the French experience 100%. We live more of a nuanced French. Like we, we have to interact with French people, mm. both on campus and in our daily life. We even have friends outside of Sciences Po, of course. But at the same time, we still are in a very international community. And I think this international community affects the way we think uh, and the way we live as much as it does the French environment around us. And this is actually the first part of our topic today. So how has living here changed the way you interact uh, with your friends and family, the idea that, for example, um, and also how much how how studying here has changed uh, the way you you think, uh, and I think this is something Brandon you were talking about that uh, discovering the French dissertation format has completely changed the way you think and the way you relate to other people. Yeah, definitely. The main challenge, which I see not only with the social science in Singapore, but also in many, many places around the world, is that um, with such a focus on other disciplines, people kind of view the whole essay part as being like, oh, yes, you just give a four for, uh, like, for example, two for arguments, two against arguments, and you end off with a kind of centrist conclusion. And there's this natural tendency to centrism that I found I really don't like and it's something that actually my experience writing essays here and also um, studying in France has really taught me to go against and for example the dissertation format the main part which I think I've told some people and especially the people who I've tutored before is that in the dissertation format you need to have a train of logic throughout the entire essay and this particular train of logic is something which leads you to very strongly support one side of the argument even if you acknowledge its own weaknesses you still shy away from uh, having this centrist thing where it's like oh it can be this but oh it can also be that and so you need to find a balance so I think this is something which I really benefited from and it's something that I really take back to Singapore and it's really something which I think can be very useful. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, uh, you were saying, it's connected to the idea of like being able to understand the constraints to your own opinion and the fact that other people have a reason, which is something Jami was talking yeah, about. Yeah, so um, I think what you said is like, we moved from one bubble to another. I was in a boarding school for eight years where I was with the same people every single day to the point that I didn't see my family as much as I saw these people. So you, you would expect that my connect to these people And my acceptance of everything that they do would be lifelong. But what's very interesting is that when I came here into this bubble in Loav, is that there's so many different people in this circle from different cultures, different countries. You know, they speak different languages, which really makes you accept diversity. You might not realize it in the beginning. You might think that you were always like this. But I think as time passes, you start absorbing that difference more naturally and I think uh, what was really interesting is that you know when I was in India this was something that was so strange like we used to make fun of people if they couldn't speak in fluent English or if they couldn't speak in fluent languages like uh, Marathi or Bengali or Gujarati you know if they didn't speak something fluently we would like mock at them but after coming here I sense this like Uh, some sort of comfort in just being able to try a new language you know everybody was trying to learn everybody's trying to help each other and I think even just like if I say one sentence in French 
which sounds good it sounds like i have the real accent so many people are like wow that was amazing it was beautiful mm. so i think it makes it so like you start to realize that you appreciate that difference of opinion of culture of the way you live so much more simply because you're made to believe that that difference exists but is not wrong you know and i think that's beautiful same way for like chinese new year i had no idea what chinese new year was even though i'm asian you know like for me it was something that happens only in the northeast part of india and now i'm celebrating chinese new year this weekend and i'm going like i'm equally excited for christmas i'm i'm trying to learn so much more from everybody around me which makes this experience not just academically very flourishing but also enhancing your personal um skills interpersonal abilities to understand and adapt so much more yes and indeed it's actually uh, a problem that it's it's somehow it's something it's a problem it can become also a problem i might say in the sense that we change and then as a, as the title of this episode our friends says we're changed right so here we go to the uh, to the third uh, almost last part of this conversation with you so we have understood how you've changed but how has this change affected your relationship which is the main uh, topic of today uh, both from a, from an interaction view so for example what how do you behave with your friends and how how different are you from your friend compared to how much you were before you were to, for example uh, you were talking about the fact that you lived with people 12 years in singapore with the same people and you did the same thing uh, in india as well is do you find a difference now that you have stopped living with them and certainly with people that are completely different from them yeah 100% there's absolutely such a stark difference between the people i think when um, i remember the first time that i went back home uh, it was i was the only one that had left for university i was the only one who was not living with their parents anymore and you know how us universities uk universities and people in india they don't really have to cook or anything but they eat at the cafeterias and they eat out and they don't live in apartments they live in dormitories that have a student life like that so in france like we had none of those things you have your own apartment you have your own cleaning you have your own cooking you know everything is so culturally different from the rest of the anglophone world so when i first went i remember instead of hugging them i did the bees and so they were so confused i think uh they were super shocked for the first 10 seconds they didn't know what to do and they were like you know the sudden europeanization of me and like now i was smoking with a coffee every morning and uh after eating my like dinner i would want a small cafe you know just those little things which are super european which are super french actually which other people don't understand and um you know they 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 thought i had become this whole other person that just was not what she was 6 months ago you know and do you do you think this like this change uh which i think is something that probably you have experienced as well do you think it's um it's a change that your friends are seeing in a bad way in a good way are they accepting this change actually how is your your friend relating to this maybe new you for example in my own case i see that uh from from some instances i feel like i'm a bit more far away from them than i used to be right we will talk a bit uh later uh before closing on like the problem of like cultural references and like barriers and how i feel like the fact that we have moved here and the fact that we have changed is somehow building new barriers of communication with the people we used to be before so how do you think this evolution of yourself 
has affected negatively the relationship with your own friends? I don't think it's really affected it negatively in a sense. It's very, it still remains very ambiguous because with my friends, when I talk to them about my experiences in France, they're very curious and obviously they, um, they still see me as their friend and they love to talk about it. But on the other hand, it is, as what you said, there is still a distance because I feel that the most fruitful and the most uh, emotionally impactful conversations come out when you're on the same ground as the other person and fundamentally... I can't really relate to their experiences studying in Singapore well, as of yet or uh, their experiences studying in the UK or the US and similarly they can't relate to my experiences studying in France. So even though there's still a surface of, oh yes, haha, very interesting, there's still naturally this difference that makes us a bit more distant and it's something which is a, a bit sad for me but it's still something which I've accepted is kind of a natural consequence of studying in France and it's something which I embrace now more totally openly. agree really like for me um, like you know I still have my friends from Brussels and it's friends that I've been living with uh, 10 years like that I know since primary school and the thing is you know which is really interesting because we didn't really talk about this but COVID I think changed a lot and for me for example you know I ended this last year in Brussels with all my friends etc but it wasn't really ending because you had this big lockdown then you didn't have any like gala, didn't have any like party thing. And I arrived in Sciences Po and I was like, you know, put in an environment when you have to, to make friends. Like you, you need to meet people because, I mean, you're in a completely new city, even if I'm, I don't know, like 500 kilometers away. But um, it's, it's completely different. So I made these new friends and like friends that I've been living for 10 years, I have the feeling that the people like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know, Janvi that I met uh, the, the, this year, uh, uh, sorry, last year, that uh, I don't know, I've known her for like, 10 years, something like this. And I think it's something in Sciences Po really special, especially in university, that you meet friends, you might be staying with them for like two years, but it's these two years for, it's really like becoming 10 years, and like this old friend that you've known for all life, but you actually haven't. Yeah, it's like you're building lifelong relationships and lifelong friendships here, even though you've spent way less time. Mm. Because I think at this age, when we met each other, is when... We, you know, when we were growing up, we were put in certain settings and you had to become friends with certain people because you were there. But I think here, uh, you choose your friends because you're at that age when you can choose these people, you know. So every person that you actively make an effort to be with is somebody you're making a conscious choice to give a part of your life to. So I think that's something that uh, really defines and differentiates the friendship. But again, coming back to what you said, I don't think my friendship with my friends has been affected. Like it has an adverse effect on my friendship with them. It was more of a, a friendship that they started viewing differently. So for me, it was like my problems changed very instantly. Like I was concerned about getting my money back from the bank. I was concerned about, you know, getting my house cleaning done. I was worried about washing my clothes. I was worried about cooking. I was worried about getting my new apartment or traveling back to India and whatever. So, you know, my life suddenly had these very adult problems while I would look at them and I would say that they're still at home and their daily life only consists of maybe going to university since it's online then just partying and their problems seemed so much smaller than mine um and that i felt like that is what created the gap that that gap started existing not because of the fact that i just moved but because my problems and the people involved and the context i was in evolved so much that they somehow can't relate to it anymore yeah and so uh, of course it's um it's something that i think 
to different effects basically affect every, everyone who is not who's not living in their own town anymore, who's not living with their own parents anymore, because we've all always lived with our own parents until now. And it's also, I wanted to quickly come back on what you were saying about the fact that we build long-lasting relationship here in two years, as if they were 10. I feel like a very important factor of this is also the idea that here we we spend two years, but those two years are way more concentrated, right? We Here, I don't have my parents, so I spend literally every 24 hours seven with the people of yeah. this campus, right? I live, we all live with colleagues. We, if we hang out, we hang out with like people from Sciences Po or, or even with friends outside Sciences Po, but still we don't have a way of getting out this social friendship circle. So which is, and this is a very good opportunity of using two years in a very efficient way, I think, to build relationship that will maybe last longer than this, uh, this brief period of time, even the fact that even though we will all be in like different places mm. around the world. And actually the idea of being different around different places uh, and how the when we travel around, we bring our own stuff, we bring our own culture, right? And this is the last thing I would like to talk you, with you about today. Um, how do you feel like I one of my bigger problems and with both people in Sciences Po and people in Italy now that I've lived in these two different worlds, mm is connecting the two, right? So if, I, if I'm with you and I want to make a joke about one of our teachers, I can do that, right? If I want to make a joke about one of my teachers with my Italian friends, I have to first explain who is the teacher, what was the funny things, and then I can make the joke. Um, so I feel like it's, sometimes it's hard to communicate between the two words. Do you think it's the same? Do you have the same problem? Uh, I think, yeah, the, the thing is that something uh, I think all of us feel is a sort of disconnect between the two worlds. Um, so I remember I my one of my my one of my best friends was here on Hall- Halloween last year, and it was the first time that someone from India had met this other life, this other world of mine, and he felt so strange to be meeting so many people, and he was like, now I understand why this exists, you know, why you feel uncomfortable in talking about one side to the other, because. The, the two sides have absolutely no idea that the other exists, yeah. you know. And I think that also plays into language, as Hugo was mentioning earlier. Like, you know, some, there are some things that I want to make a joke about in, like, let's say, Hindi or English, which are my native languages. And sometimes when I'm sa- sitting with a French person, and I make that joke, but they just don't react to it the, the way someone who understood the languages would. And I think it's the same way, you know, like they're saying something and I'm just not getting the joke because I'm not fluent in French yet. And so I think that is something that that you don't the language barrier doesn't exist with everybody. It could just be like a, a passing thing for some few people. But I think when it exists is like in these small moments when you truly want to show your true self, to the other person. And you can't be naked, you know? Exactly. Well, for me, the thing is, I'm, I would say I'm a bit sad because, um, you know, I mean, you have friends because they, they love uh, but the same thing. You, you have this kind of same subject of conversation. And I feel that my friends, you know, my best friends, they're all Belgian. They're not French, even if we were in French high school. And they stayed in Brussels while uh, there was lockdown, COVID, etc. And so they stayed together. And um, so they didn't have this opportunity, what we were mentioning before, you know, of, uh, of kind of meeting new people and, you know, not obliged, but, you know, like you had to meet new people to create new relationships, etc. And so, yeah, when, when my friend Antoine, like in Elliot, they came to Paris and they met some of my friends, 
uh, in Sciences Po, like they, they kind of realize what they kind of have missed, like, like you mentioned. And um, I, I feel like this little thing that, you know, we, you have a lot of inside jokes, etc. that we have, I have much more uh, with friends in Sciences Po now than uh, I have with them. And this is something I'm a bit afraid to lose because I think it's, I know we have to, we spend so much time with them, etc. and then now they, they come back and uh, I don't know, I don't feel this uh, happening anymore, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, so just to wrap up, it's interesting because I feel like um, we kind of share, like even though we are like come from different experiences in any case, like we, we all live in Sanspo, but like we come from different backgrounds. Some dynamics are kind of the same everywhere. I think that's very interesting. And I think it's a good opportunity about thinking about them and maybe thinking about whatever, if, they, if those makes us uncomfortable or not. And can we challenge them and address them and maybe an idea a way of doing this is for example finding support in external uh media pieces of culture that maybe were helpful for us and we can recommend to other people uh and brennan you were talking about the movie that you feel was kind of connected to this maybe it was not the bible that we're like oh i watched this movie and now i know everything about this topic but it's something that you feel close to your situation Yeah, definitely. And this also has a bit of sentimental value for me because it was the first movie which I watched in French. Um, the English title is The African Doctor. Uh, in French, it's Bienvenue à Mali Gaumont. And it's really, it was something which really resonated to me, with me because it's about this African doctor who moves to a rural town in France and it's about his experiences starting a new life and really starting afresh. And even though it's not 100% translation to my experience, it's something that helped me It resonated with me during my experience moving to France and it's on Netflix. I highly recommend you watch it. Nice. And I think um, like with culture, I think um, Hugo was one of the first people that made me listen to a lot of like French music. I remember we were in Paris in his house and we would just get up in the morning and listen to music together. And honestly, I think that's something where we connected a lot because I was introduced to this part of his culture and his life that even though I don't speak the language, I can relate to, you know? So I think slowly but surely, everybody sort of adapts, you know? You're more open to other people's cultures and lives. Mm. You start adopting those differences into your own. And so like, I started teaching him a lot of like Hindi jokes and like uh, phrases and things that he can yeah, say to me. <laughs> and like, we have this whole like vocabulary on his like notes and stuff on his phone. And so it's just like, there's this, there is that moment when you lose your nationality, you lose your culture, you lose your identity, I would say, mm -hmm. and share it with the other person, but maintain yourself. You know, you, you don't, by lose, I don't mean you forget who you are. You remain who you are, but you're able to share parts of your culture and your life with the other person, even though they are nothing like you. Nice. And on that, this very philosophical ending, <laughs> which honestly, it's true. I, I totally agree. It's like uh, you, you, maybe you open up a bit, like yeah. you're ready to take in more and you need to get out more as well. And, and that's what, on this very uh, interesting final remark, we can, I guess we can close our first episode of Culture mm -hmm. and Carrots. Thank you very much for coming here. It was a very interesting conversation, uh, at least for us being here. I hope you liked it as well. 
Um, next episode, this episode is, I mean, it's Wednesday when you listen to it. Of course, now it's not Wednesday, but you will never know when we recorded this. But, uh, <laughs> but just a few days before, don't worry. Um, this next episode will be up next Wednesday. If you want to talk on the show, if you're interested, feel free to reach out on our Instagram page, which uh, it's verbomind.pod. Our email address, theverbalmanandpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for coming and see you next week. Thank you so much for Bye. having Thank us. So Bye. 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 Bye.